y'all are going to make me emotional and the show hasn't even started yet for everyone watching the show live in the chat this is a wild podcast has appeared the official pokemon podcast of comicbook.com episode two zero zero two hundred we made it we did it everyone yep that's right the little podcast that wasn't supposed to last four episodes (laughs) has made it all the way to 200 the more christian talks about this show the more i realize how little expectations you had when we first started this (laughs) i was very confident in this show going forward i knew there was an audience offer was like if we make it halfway through the first episode i'll be impressed you you have to understand i always set my bar deliberately low Deliberately low, <laughs> so I cannot be disappointed. Man, Everything you said I it. do, you said it. The bar like is on the floor. sea level, like that's how low it went. <laughs> but we're here, two hundred. That is uh, two hundred episodes. Two hundred episodes over three hundred and something reviews on iTunes. Later, we made it. We, we made it. Well, if you're new to the show, welcome. <laughs> what a one to pick for your first one. Welcome. This is a show all about Pokemon. This is a show where we talk about our love of Pokemon. This is a show where we make you a better, smarter Pokemon fan. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Hello. Buckle in for a ride. You're going to get a bunch of good stuff. If you want to watch this show live, which a ton of first-time listener or first-time watchers in the chat where, where, I mean, we love to see that twitch.tv forward slash comic book, noon, Easter, 9 a.m. Pacific. We got world time dreamer, 11 Alex boy, Ninja eight. Uh, let's see. We got DJ hunt. Oh, nine. So many first timers. Of course, with our, uh, usual cohorts, so make Gundam general code scholars in there. Uh, Calder, I'm sure will show up. I have not seen him here yet, but there's no way he would miss this. F8 photo. Love to see everyone in the chat. Now, I can, I, I have to imagine most of you are here listening to this episode because you want a chance to win this bad boy. That's right. Our CGC graded nine Giratina alt art crown zenith card. I'm going to tell you how to get it. Mm-hmm. Just not yet. <laughs> we, we knew we knew that but was coming. Listen, my good friend Hoffer Burner account really wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> first, first things first. We are going to do uh, something that we've been doing for the last couple of weeks now. The best way to support the show is to leave a five-star review on iTunes. If we read it on air, we'll send you a sticker, and uh, then you get a nice little shout-out. This one is from Sleepy Headlong 200. Woohoo! Congrats on 200 episodes. Thank you for a wonderful podcast. Your banter, random tangents, and Pokemon facts make this my most anticipated podcast every week. Side note, thumbs up. To, uh, thumbs up. Props to Jim. I enjoy the other CB podcasts as well. One other, uh, one of my favorite things about the games are the starters, good and the bad. I always enjoy seeing what they will do with each. Cyndaquil and its evolution line are my favorite. Silver still tops is my favorite game. Question: If Link, Zelda, uh, no, no, yes, no, yes, no, you are started reading it. Are you read it? You're gonna insult if one Link, of our listeners. Zelda, and Ganondorf were trainers, what would their starters be, and what region would they be from? Thank you. Uh, thank <laughs> Link you is going with Bulbasaur. Again. Bulbasaur is too just like gentle. Like I just I feel like Link is a Bulbasaur main. 
Yeah, I I could see that. I was I was actually going to go with like Hone Edge for for Bulbasaur or not for Bulbasaur for Link, but mm. you just put it in my head. I'm not even calling him Link anymore. He's just the human version of Bulbasaur in my head. I know, right? Like that's really just kind of the energy that he manifests. Oh. I what I would want for Zelda. It's not a starter, but I think Zelda is an Eevee Evolutions fan because you know it goes from Zelda to Sheikah to like all these different variations. Like it's the Evolutions. Oh, mm-hmm. see, I was uh, gonna so. say Zelda would have Piplup. I just, I kind of love that pairing outside of it evolving into, you know, Empoleon, but uh, I could just see. I can Zelda see it. Just, just holding on to Piplup forever. And I see, I see Ganondorf with uh, Cyndaquil. I can, I can see that. I could see that coming forward. I was, I was going to put, uh, put uh, Ganondorf with actually Torchic, honestly. Like you know, really? I mean, yeah. I can see it with Blaziken, but yeah, that's why I was I was thinking like, what is the Ganon weirdest... is Imbor? Yes, Skuller in the chat. <laughs> it is Imbor. Ganon is at like yeah, actually Imbor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a really good I, one. Yeah, that, that's yeah. perfect. That's it. Yeah, right, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mad that I didn't think of that. I know. <laughs> All right, well, we are officially adopting that answer. If someone would like to maybe some fan art, I'll take it. That's it. Uh, well. Well, thank you for thank you for that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention too, uh, and we'll get to this later. Uh, the other giveaways will also include these three uh, Build a Bear graded Pokemon cards: uh, Pikachu, Charmander, and Squirtle. Um, and just show those off and let let everyone know. Okay, now. This episode, a little different than others, but uh, also very similar in the sense that we will go through some of the news. We'll talk through some of that. And then for the deep dive where we normally break down a discussion, we're just going to reminisce. We're going to have a fun time just thinking and talking about Pokemon. And, and we'll, we'll see we'll see where it goes. I'm sure chaos will ensue as, as normally it is to do. And we will have fun. First things first. The anime is doing its dangdest to try and break my heart or make me make me feel all the feelings in in that sense where we look, we knew it was going to be an emotional run up to the end. The ashes and not the end ashes end. But the idea, the idea, uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but the idea of Team Rocket breaking up and like going their separate ways and maybe never, you know, coming back or whatever. Uh these are the these are the harsh realities that I didn't think I had to think about until now I have to think about them. There's so much in this expanded world outside of Ash that you know we may we just may never see for a long time. Yeah, I mean a lo- basically everything with the anime is going to completely change. Everything that we think we know is no longer going to uh, apply basically as of April. Uh basically uh we have like the uh, March 24th in Japan is the last episode. Uh, a bunch of anime news went live today, this morning. I was kind of just drowning in it. Uh, but in the most recent episode of uh, Pokemon, Aim to be a Pokemon Master, that was released in Japan, we did kind of get our farewell episode for Team Rocket for Jesse and James and Meowth. Uh, it was an excellent episode. Uh, at the end, that's where everything got really emotional, where Jesse and James reunited uh, with a lot of their old Pokemon that, you know, it was kind of like how we we got Ash's reunion a little bit uh, in Sun and Moon, but then really kind of 
full force in journeys. Uh, it just was like all at once for team rocket. So it was really emotional moment. Uh, and then it basically ended with the three of them fighting and going their separate ways. Uh, so in no way, shape or form, do I think that this, you know, finale right. of the, the trio splitting apart is kind of the last we're going to see of these characters, whether we see them uh, in the last episode of Aim to be a Pokemon master, or if we see them maybe mentioned or sporadically pop up uh, in the, the brand new Pokemon anime. Um, but yeah, that's how it ended. It was it was like a sucker punch <laughs> of emotions of like Jesse and James being all emotional with their old Pokemon and then the three of them just getting in like the stupidest argument and splitting up. <laughs> and I was like, uh, cool, love that. Of all the characters that have the easiest opportunity to pop back up whenever, wherever, it's Team Rocket. Mm -hmm. uh, just, you know, specifically Jesse, James, and, and Meowth. And so I... I would love to like, my hope is that it's one of those, like, uh, you know, we don't get them for a while so that when they do show back up, it's like, Oh, we love it. We love yeah. to see it. Yeah. I, I, I have several things in the works that we're writing for, about, uh, for, for comic book, but basically, you know, it's just kind of breaking down, you know, what, what were the kind of like touching moments that we saw with the team rocket farewell? It, it was definitely the most like definitive, like, hey, this whole series as we know is ending kind of moment that we've gotten so far uh, in Japan as of this morning uh, in the Shinjuku station, actually in Tokyo, which is one of the you know major hubs of transportation, you know, using the metro there. They have a giant, you know, walkway that, you know, I've been down several times, takes a long time to walk down and it is just an entire billboard dedicated to the Pokemon anime. It's showing in rotation every single opening of the anime to date. And then it's showing several kind of stills and little clips from the final episode. So we're getting to see uh, Ash's mom. We're getting to see, you know, Gary. We're getting to see Professor Oak, Ash, Pikachu as they're preparing, you know, for, for Ash's final episode. And there's just these videos of like grown people going to work in Japan, uh, seeing these clips and just like, crying because <laughs> they're seeing like this like final hurrah after you know like 20 plus years mm -hmm. uh so yeah we are we are in the twilight hours of uh ash ketchum's you know story it's gonna be it's gonna be sad it's weird to think that literally this time next month we will have a new pokemon anime brand new title try to make mm -hmm. sense of captain pikachu is coming man and they're also <laughs> uh in in light of this they just released a massive and i mean massive interview uh with one of the longtime producers and directors of the pokemon anime where he goes through like the whole series uh so if you're interested in that we'll be talking about it in a future episode i'm sure as i'm still working through translations uh but we're gonna be having coverage on that on comic book for like a while <laughs> here's here's what i think the interesting thing is there's gonna be like almost no break like yeah, usually usually with zero. this stuff like i expect it to end and we won't see something for you know at least three to six months right mm. and we are just we are rolling right into it yeah like yeah, no for break pokemon 
I can't say I'm too surprised just because sure, like, yeah. the juggernaut of it. You know, it's not pulling a Dragon Ball Super where it's been like <laughs> since 2018 <laughs> that the, the TV show has been around. They keep pulling out the manga and movies. But uh, for Pokemon, this isn't too surprising for me. We've we I mean, like when Naruto back in the day went from Naruto to Naruto Shippuden, it was only like uh, like a few weeks. Like it wasn't that long of a break. Um, so, you know, now. Now it's Pokemon's turn. And in the previous interviews that we've had, they've definitely alluded to the fact that they've had kind of a stellar team working on this new series for a while now. So, I mean, there's no telling how much kind of, you know, banked footage that they have of this new series. Um, as for General Code 24 in the comments, asking, is there a new name for the anime? As far as where we're, it's just called Pokemon. <laughs> uh, so... You know, it it might have uh be it might be subtitled like the current series is kind of like where it's like Pokemon the series Scarlet Violet something like that. But as far as we know, it's just called Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Pokemon. We'll find out in one month. I know it's coming, Roy Lyko, Captain Pikachu. They're they're coming. I'm excited. It's it's time to get excited. It's time to get really sad. For Ash, and then it's time to get excited again. So, you can call it like Pokemon Unlimited, something really super 90s. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to the next bit of news. A Pokemon Scarlet and Violet patch announced it'll fix Paradox Pokemon Raid issue. Yeah, so you know, if you got an egg stuck in your, you know, <laughs> uh, your box because uh, you did the Pokemon, like either the Walking Wake or the Steel Leaves raid without you know doing the uh you know without updating your game they're going to fix that it doesn't the patch won't come out for at least a month so wait timely as ever they also didn't say that they were fixing the save corruption file problem which has a lot of people just like i'm not gonna touch this game until they fix that <laughs> so, so people are know, joining my perspective of this game. We just well, set it down and don't touch it anymore. <laughs> it's it's just this, you know, the 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 big issue with it, and I I get it, you know, to some extent. Um, you know, it takes time to fix these things, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon, you know, specifically Game Freak and Nintendo haven't been the best at communicating this stuff, like. You know, we mm-hmm. still don't know when I Pokemon Home is going to like link up to the new uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I'm sure some of that's probably a deliberate choice um, because they they want people to play with the Pokemon that are actually in the game. Um, mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's uh, you know, it it is a little frustrating. I I have no other way to put it besides that. It's just frustrating. It just seemed. It seems odd to me. I mean, we have many times in the 200 episodes of this podcast talked about how differing, you know, messaging and communication is between Japan and America when it comes to PR, whether it's anime or, you know, game devs. But there's like something fundamentally different between like adding a feature, something like Pokemon Home or something that's like fundamentally game breaking and impactful, like save corruption. (laughs) Like you feel like that's something that is like number one top priority like giving like really transparent updates about because like that's something that can like fundamentally 
ruin a child. Like I stopped playing Final Fantasy for like 10 years because I got a save corruption thing on my PlayStation when I was a kid. So like if that happened to me with Pokemon, like I feel like that's something that should just be communicated a little bit better. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know if, you know, and like the thing is, if they could tell us what the problem was so we can avoid it, that would make me pick up the game. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like when we found out with like this whole egg thing, we knew what the issue was. So we knew mm-hmm. what we could do to avoid it. We don't know what the issue is for, um, you know, the, the safe corruption file. There's, what are there's the some... chances that they don't know either? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Is that the problem? Have they not figured it out yet? We don't know. <laughs> so, it, like I said, it's, it is a little frustrating. I, I have no other way to put it besides that. Um, just, just a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the other thing to... I think that that we as gaming f- fans or like or, or people who are eternally online, right? In mm-hmm. in the sense that like whenever something and I think that like in this age of social media or whatever, whenever something is wrong, uh we want like answers or comments or whatever immediately, uh mm-hmm. and fast and and whatnot. And like there is a I would venture to guess. 95% of the people playing this game like maybe frustrated yeah sure but are just like eh, all right whatever <laughs> and like aren't like where's my answer game freak fix my game yeah oh yeah so. well and it's just you know i think that's as we have one of the themes of the pokemon you know uh, of us covering the pokemon franchise for the last 4 years has been talking about how the pokemon company and how it's kind of slow to change Mm-hmm. And I think that this is another like demonstration of that. Like, you know, oh, people yeah. are so expectant of, you know, when there is a bug glitch, you know, like, you know, the developers have to come and prostrate themselves like on social media and, you know, write like a handwritten letter, you know, and then, you know, do the little like, you know, thing where, you know, I don't know, like Pikachu's hands in it or something like that, apologizing for the air and saying when the fix is going to happen. And that's mm-hmm. just not how that company works. It's, right. you know, never mm-hmm. been and so you know I, they'll fix it and you know i guess the other thing we kind of have to realize is in a lot of ways this is still a franchise for kids 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 really don't care about this stuff it's true so. all right last bit last bit of news before we get to uh the touchy feel good section of the show we got a new build a bear announced and this one uh, this is a smart one this is one of those when people uh hear it they're gonna be like oh Yes, that yeah. makes sense. Growl. Yeah, I was I was underwhelmed by this announcement at first. Really? Yeah, you know, so the Growlithe, we're getting Growlithe. Yeah. And it's not a bad Pokemon by any stretch of the imagination. I just it, it's one of those ones where the so the thing with Build a Bear is because their model has moved so quickly to like mm-hmm. online stuff, yeah. you know, I just don't think that, you know, um I just don't think there's like a lot of people who are going to go, oh, I need this Growlithe Build-A-Bear. That's like, that's, that's my thing. It's like, when, when people go to like the Build-A-Bear store, like, would they get a Growlithe? Maybe? Yeah, sure. Like, they see mm-hmm. it and they go, oh, I love that Pokemon. But, you know, like, Growlithe is like one of those like low-key favorites. Yeah. You know? Like, not one of the like, drop everything I'm doing and get it, which like a lot of the Pokemon that we've gotten so far have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize, and I don't know how I missed this, 
but they released Dragonite at one point. Uh, yeah. As a Build-A-Bear? I mean, Apparently, that's December right. at 2020. Point, at this point, it's just hard to keep up. Like, <laughs> like at this point, it's it's feeling like, to a degree, kind of like the Funko aspect, where just they keep putting out Where they're going to have to just dump them in a landfill? Uh. Yeah, they're going to have to dump, like, millions of dollars worth of these, like, plushy skins in, like, <laughs> who knows where. It's just it's just feeling like a lot. Like, I know recently the Pokemon Center unleashed, like, their exclusive pearlescent Pokemon, like, Funko mm-hmm. figures, which is supposed to be, like, their shiny yeah, no variants. One, no one and it's that. like, I just don't. Like, there it, it has gotten to a point you know, with me. And like, if you look at my background, I'm clearly a person who collects a lot of stuff, <laughs> but it, like, it's, it, it, it's reached a point, you know, like we're enough is enough. <laughs> Rankin reminding me that we did cover Dragonite back in 2020. And that's, uh, look, well, that, just that was, goes that was basically, that was basically the out. dark time. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That, that was the dark time, but like, they've just put out so much stuff. So like, yeah, yeah. Gravelith is cool. But like whenever I think of like a Growlithe or Arcanine figure, I'm always going to think of the Pokemon Center life-size Arcanine plush that they released <laughs> that was like $500, but it was like six feet long. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, that's the cool thing to me. I have no room for now, it. Now I almost wonder, like, I mean, I don't think we're anywhere near the end of, you know, this, this Build-A-Bear partnership kind of thing, but... I don't know how many are like how many Pokemon are left that would make me go, oh, that's a build a bear plush I want. Because here's the thing. I, mean, I think uh, I mean, yes, obviously. <laughs> I think the build a bear Pokemon plushes are some of the best Pokemon plushes, period. Uh the the size, the uh the squish factor, the the comfort, you know, comfortability or whatever. Like I think they are some of the best plushes like the Snorlax one is a great one. The Gengar one is a great one, but those are just like big round, like squishy things. I think the, you know, the evolution line made total sense. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know who they could release that would, who else they could release. that would make me go, Oh yes, I absolutely need that. And the only Um, other one actually, now that I say it is probably Galarian Ponyta, but I think they did that one. Right. Plus, there is also the added problem of when you look at kind of the collectible space for Pokemon, like you look at like figures, whether they're from like Jax or you look at Squishmallows, which are a specific kind of squish with a specific aesthetic or, you know, even Funkos, whether you like them or not, you know, those are specific aesthetic with these Build-A-Bear figures and these plushes. I mean, they're high quality. They're great. You know, there is that fun kind of, you know. If you're able to do it in store and build it, that's one thing. But when you're doing kind of the online bundles, it's kind of a little lackluster, in my opinion. Uh, But the problem is, is the Pokemon Center has had excellent plushes for a long time that Mm. feel great. There is a ton of variety. I mean, they haven't had it in a while, but I mean, they made Dunsparce plushes at one point. So, like, (laughs) like, they have that variety for those people, you know, who like those, like, kind of underground like kind of cult favorite pokemon that they're like hey we've had these forever so a lot of the people who have those favorites have already gotten plenty of collectibles because pokemon center has already catered those plushes to them so at this point unless it's like a broad kind of public favorite you know they've got like instant brand recognition uh for kind of a more general audience i mean 
you know, the Pokemon company is their number one, you know, editor there and they've done it forever. I think going, I mean, and I've, and I've said this a number of times, my favorite line of like, what, like plush collectible that the Pokemon does are the sitting cuties because, because nowhere else am I ever going to get like a, an Electabuzz kind of plush, Mm -hmm. right. Or, uh, or, or anything like that, or like a, you know, a, a a Carvanine, right. Like they're not making those Mm -hmm. anywhere else, but in that line. And so I think like, that's one of my favorite uh lines again to get kind of like some of the deep cut pokemon but yeah. i'm always now now i'm just like i'm i've i've just fallen into the <laughs> uh pokemon center uh like now it's like time for me to do my occasional look to see if the galarian articuno pokemon plush is back uh, <laughs> back in stock. It is not. Uh, <laughs> Man, I've been looking for that Dunsparce plush forever, but I mean, it sold out ages ago. If anybody has a Dunsparce plush they want to offload on me, hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> I've I mean, been trying to find one. They are so expensive. I'm looking at the site right now. They have a Mo Rotom sitting cutie plush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want Rotom as a lawnmower, as a mini plush, Pokemon Center's got you covered. Yeah, they have everything like it's it's great. Like the Pokemon Center, that is the number one competitor for Build-A-Bear when it comes to these kind of more niche Pokemon that aren't the Evolutions or Pikachu yeah. or the starters. So like at this point, like. Could you imagine getting, getting a Giratina uh, <laughs> to Build-A-Bear? Oh my God, that would be insane. <laughs> Although, you know what? I could see Build-A-Bear doing uh, like a, a Rayquaza. Yeah, but uh, no, nah, I don't know uh, about Rayquaza. I could see them. I could see them doing like a Mewtwo. I could see them doing like Gengar. It's just they, like did, they, they, they did. They did do Gengar. They did Gengar. See, yeah, I don't Gengar's... even know. Well, they could do Geodude. <laughs> I know we joked about that, but right. it's just a big ball with arms. <laughs> um, quick, uh, let's see. Rankin in the chat. How am I? How, how how am I feeling since I got my wisdom teeth removed? It's a. Uh, I honestly coming into this show, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel. Uh, because I got my, for those who don't know, I got my wisdom teeth pulled on Thursday and literally every person I told, and this, here's tangent number one for the show, literally every person I told that I was going to get my wisdom teeth pulled were like, it literally just told me horror story after horror story after horror story after horror story. And I'm like, Oh God, like this is, this is going to be terrible. I'm ac- I'm going to this is going to be the worst thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, I had my lower teeth removed when I was a teenager for braces. And when I did that, they just shot my face full of Novocaine and just went like yank, yank. And I felt like my face tug as they ripped the tooth out. Like it was, it was not the, not, not the worst experience, but definitely not a pleasant experience. And so I was like, well, if it's like that, I think I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then they go, well, we're going to put you under. And I've never been put under before. And I was like, oh, okay. So they do the IV. They push me through and they're like, all right, here's your oxygen. And I was like, okay, cool. I've never done this before. How long is it going to take and, like to like kick in? And the doctor just chuckles and goes, I don't know. You tell me. And then the next thing I know, I woke up and I had two less teeth. So <laughs> it uh, was yeah. the most pleasant experience short of 
just having to eat nothing but super soft foods for like three or so days. Uh, I honestly did not have a terrible amount of pain. I was really only on painkillers for uh, that day. And then I basically, you know, weaned myself off of it. Uh, but overall it was a very pleasant experience. So, uh, you know, I had my, like my ice wrap around my face for a little bit and just to keep it on the swelling. The thing it was, I was more concerned about like popping stitches or eating or whatever and than, than anything else. Like I was more anxious about s- me doing something wrong after the fact than the actual, than the actual process. So anyway, thanks Rankin for asking. Let's go back to talking about Pokemon plush for a second, because one of the things that uh, I, I didn't think I needed until now I need it is uh Hisuian Typhlosion. No, <laughs> you 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 want a stoner? You want a stoner build a bear? <laughs> I mean, put that uh, like put that under a black light, and that is that is just ah, love it. All right, well, with that, let's take a quick sixty second break, and then when we get back, we'll talk about the journey to episode two hundred. Memories will reminisce with chat. We'll reminisce with uh, amongst each other and uh, and go from there so we'll be, we'll be back in 60 seconds so when we have like big anniversary shows like this it's always a a good fun time when we look back on the show to maybe catch some people up who maybe have joined through some at some point throughout the journey on some of the weird inside jokes and uh references that we that we make on the show who may may have missed it when when it happened live mm-hmm. uh you know like uh christians uh you know many uh f-bombs that we've you know we've come a long way I from don't think <laughs> i've ever said an f-bomb on the show i've said other bombs on the show everything you've said everything kind of around that that ballpark right right and and so, so but like one thing i, I want to put in the chat and let them uh respond uh kind of as as we talk i'd love to know it you know around about if you know the episode number that you came in, let us know. But if you know around the time in, in which you showed up, also let us know. So chat, go crazy, and we'll we'll read them uh, in, in a second. When we started this show, we started it because we knew the, the Pokemon franchise. Obviously, it was not going to get smaller; it was going to you know get bigger. But I think you got to remember that when we started the show. Sun it like Sun and Moon was I mean that was the game that was out. And yeah. mm-hmm. it feels like a relic compared to what we've got now and and kind of how we got to where we are. I'm trying to think what was even the 2019 release. Um was, let's see here. Now, now I'm like curious. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think, but like, but like, that's that's kind of right. Like, and so in you know, in that time, um, you know, obviously we started it when Detective Pikachu came out. Oh, no, it it was Sword and Shield. So we had yeah, so, yeah, Sword and Shield, right? But like, yeah. Sun and Moon was the game. Like, I I think there is no argument here that I think for many of us that Sword and Shield was leaps and bounds a technological achievement 
uh, in and of itself over Sun and Moon. Now, oh, yeah. that said, two totally different platforms, right? Sword and Shield was the first Pokemon game, uh, the first you know full-fledged Pokemon game for the Switch, and so there were already a lot of high expectations, but I think Sword and Shield brought us to a point where it, it really made it a whole lot bigger, right? Mm-hmm. right? Like it, it just, it was it brought a ton, a ton of new fans in and, mm-hmm. and I think is, you know, we're still, I feel reaping the benefits from that. And, and, but just even like looking back, right. Like I remember, uh, God, what was, I, I think I remember the name that, uh, was it the, the anime that happened after, or like the, this, the, the mini series that was at twilight wings or twilight, twilight something. Wings. Twilight, Twilight Wings. Wings. I mean, man, do you remember that? Where we oh, do, like, the most emotional thing in the world. Was <laughs> one of the most emotional things. Did the kid end up dying in that? No, but we we oh. definitely assumed he did. <laughs> we oh, definitely yeah. assumed he did after the fact. Oh yeah, he uh, didn't make it out of there. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's just our head cannon. <laughs> Yeah, I want to go. I want to go back uh, real quick just to to go through. Uh, McGundam joined at fifty three. Uh, Alex Boy Ninja ninety eight. Glock Bell somewhere in the sixties. DJ Hunt one sixty. Uh, uh, General Code about eighty five. Uh, let's see, Scholar one thirty ish. DJ Hunt binge the whole thing. Finished one ninety nine on Thursday. Wow. Rankin eighty wow. or eighty one. Uh, I didn't catch up uh, till just before 100. Uh, Silly Zipper hey. found you in the 90 range. Uh, it was when po- Pokemon Go, oh, yeah, Rankins, it was when Pokemon Go announced level 50. The Sorrow Sorrow found you at episode one. So we'll love it. I, you know, it always cracks me up to see the comp, not cracks me up, but it's always, it's always um, like interesting to see the folks who found the episode and then went back and listened to the old ones. Yes, like, I I personally would have never thought that this that was this this was that kind of podcast. Like that <laughs> yeah. that's always like surprising to me because we we cover Pokemon news, and right. so like you know we have some like evergreen stuff that we talk about, mm-hmm. but like you know you go back to like episode you know those early episodes, and a lot of the stuff we talk about you know I it's kind of like it's impressive because like I don't think that's relevant. i don't know maybe maybe that's just me as like you know because my 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 shtick is news um so you know like uh listening to a news podcast about something that happened two years ago it just i that's not 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 my uh not not my thing um I, i think a lot of it has to be is a testament to one, I think the 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 community that we've built around the show, right? And like anyone who starts one of these things is like, oh my gosh, I wish we, you know, a community would spawn up from from this thing that we do. And 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 like, don't get me wrong, that's that was that's always the that's always the goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't think any of us anticipated the, the the people who showed up and the people who show up on a week, you know, a week in and week out basis. And I, uh, for. Um, for funsies, I went back and listened to just a bunch of like random episodes. Like I just like literally scrolled up, scrolled down the list and just picked four episodes kind of at random one, you know, two in the early part, one kind of in the middle and one, you know, a a bit more recent. And this, we, we are, we have always been this show in the sense, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all for all of our, 
weird quirks and things like that. That is what uh, that is what this show is. And I think, uh, uh, I like look. I mean, there. This is no no disrespect for anyone else on uh, on the the comic book team, right? But like, there's no one else I could imagine doing this show with now. Uh, if we decided to tomorrow, like, oh, we're going to start a new Pokemon podcast. Like, I don't I don't know that that even I would be in this seat. Right. Like I would probably say, yeah, go start a Pokemon show and uh, and go figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, but, yeah, no, but I, like I said, I think that the, the community aspect, I think, is one of the things uh, that that I, that I truly love. Uh, I love about this seeing familiar faces in, uh, you know, in chat when we do it live, but also seeing the comments and seeing the tweets and stuff that we get. Um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. So uh, obviously we have to go through some of the, the standout moments uh, that chat will, will never let us forget. Obviously Um, for uh, one of the ones I saw in chat was, and you know, Christian makes uh, jokes about it all the time um, is uh, my, uh, my history as a, a Pokemon card dealer. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you lived a dangerous life as a child. (laughs) You're a side hustle. I mean, people knew your name in the streets. I, Look, I, there is no way I could do that. Like, there's no way I can see any kid doing that today, right? Like, a different time, different cer- set of circumstances, or whatever. They've elevated. They're not dragging a red wagon around. <laughs> I, I, you know, if if I ever go to Hollywood and become like a, a show pitcher or something like that, I I would 100 percent like pitch that show to hbo the the, the story (laughs) of young jim walking around the mean streets of long island you know hustling grandmas out of their you know money for you know pokemon cards you know like you could go like it would one i think it would be hilarious uh two two you could add some elements of real danger to it (laughs) you know like when like like the the long island mob comes after them or some like drunk islanders fan you know, finds out that their grandma got ripped off by like, you know, buying some common Japanese card. Um, mm-hmm. You could, you could milk a lot of drama. That's like an HBO prestige show right there. Oh yeah. That's right. Like there. young to Sopranos. Caller in the chat, Megan, you hustled the Toys R Us crowd though. I did. See, that's the thing that I love about this is, you know, after I told that story that I hustled, you know, <laughs> as like a like six year old playing the TCG in the hallway at Toys R Us that led to the to the restrooms where they did the tournaments every week. And I would hustle kids out by pretending I sucked. And then I, you know, end up getting their hollow cards because we'd make bets. And when after I told that story, like people would hit me up in my DMs on Twitter and they'd be like, I think I like fought you because they'd be like, that happened to me. <laughs> Somebody did that to me. And I was like, uh, I don't think it was actually you. If it was, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> uh, but like the fact that there's like so many shared experiences that like we get to reminisce about as people who were, you know, really kind of getting in at different points in our life, you know, you know, based on our ages during the Pokemon craze of the nineties up until now, having that lived experience, uh, I think it's hilarious, but yeah, I absolutely did shark cards. Like I still, that is how I got my hollow Charizard <laughs> that back in the day. That was it. I couldn't get one. So I, you know, just pulled some strings. <laughs> Uh, one of the other long-standing traditions of this show is obviously uh, the fact that uh, we can't pronounce anything. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I think it, it really all started with Christian and Gibraltar. <laughs> okay. Every, like, that is the one thing in this entire comment section. Sometimes the comments are going too fast for me to read, but I just see... <laughs> I just see Christian finish this sentence. Rock of. <laughs> Wait, how, that is here, like the here's, one thing people will never ever let go. <laughs> I, so like here here here's like the honest honest to God like sure. you know here here's the thing like I have been like half deaf since college um sure. so like legitimately cannot hear out of my left ear um and so um I watch everything with subtitles um. <laughs> So, um, you know, I could like get by and like, you know, like, like, like this, there's nothing else going on. I can hear you guys just fine. Um, but like, you know, like throwing a kid, nothing, um, you know, bar, nothing, you know, crowded, anything with like more than two people. I I'm awful at it. Um, and you know, combine that with the fact that I didn't watch a lot of TV growing up as a kid. Um, and so I, um, you know, all of my pronunciation just is basically shit I made up in my head between like reading as a kid and then not having any chance to like correct it by actually hearing people say it because, you know, shockingly in Akron, Ohio, you're not talking about Gibraltar a lot in like freaking high school. We don't have geography class or anything like that. So I thought it was Gibraltar. So, you know, so, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I don't know, you know, the pronunciation nuances. I don't even know what language Gibraltar is from. Like that, like isn't it off like the coast of freaking Spain? Who came up with this stupid name? <laughs> like that's the thing, Gibraltar. That makes no sense. Like you know, if it was like something Spanish, I could like muddle by. I know how to say Spanish words. Like you know, but that that's like some like BS. I don't know. Gibraltar I, is like a British land. overseas territory and city located at the south southern tip of the Iberian Peninsula. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the etymology there? I have no idea, but it's got yeah, a, uh, yeah, it no an area of two point six. It is an area of two point six square miles. <laughs> the worst part about it was, and I'm sure a lot of people know this. It, when at the time I was, you know, streaming that from my first office upstairs, and the 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 color of that room was Gibraltar gray. Yeah, <laughs> right. I forgot about. And so when I told when I told my wife the story, I'm like, yeah, you can't won't believe like the nonsense that heard the like you know the nonsense that happened on the podcast. And like my wife is just like stares at me and like stone faced, and she's like, you know that we painted that room Gibraltar gray, right? I'm like, we speak of this to no one. Like, no one, can absolutely, ever know. absolutely no one. Um, Listen, Suicune, Suicune, we didn't figure out how to say Suicune. Um, like, wasn't it like the first time that like Sarah like I think came the first time it? we spoke to Sarah? Yeah. I mean, I still, I in my head, I still read it as Suicune or whatever. Yeah, Suicune. Right? <laughs> Su- Suicune. <laughs> it uh, sounds like you're saying like chop suey. So like, I want to just start singing like <laughs> the system of a down chop suey yeah. whenever I hear that. But just replace. Chop suey with suikude. <laughs> yeah, right. But like, look, Magirna, again, Magirna yeah. is is how it, you know, it's like, you know, that seems so obvious, but it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fantasy nerd. That is clearly mage and then Arna. Like, how else would you say that? I mean, look, here, this is the thing. So many of these names 
you are we are saying for the first time probably ever right yeah. outside right. <laughs> like if they have not appeared on the on the anime or whatever is when you're you're hearing some of these names said out loud for the first time on this show it's yeah, and this I, I will say not it's scripted, not just so us. we don't know what we're gonna say if that if this pokemon comes <laughs> comes up like our poke fact of the week more right. likely we know how to say that pokemon's name yeah. but that's not a guarantee <laughs> don't hold yeah. us to that when um when when we were uh when i went to london okay so you know we uh there was one one day that we you know went to like basically i mean it was all it's all downtown london but we went like over and we did like tcg like uh tcg like you know like t and so like we took like we got a uber on the way back because the bus didn't have air conditioning and it was like a miserable trip and so we were like in the car for an hour and we were with like um, two of the Pokemon like PR people, like actual Pokemon, like people who work for Pokemon, not just like, you know, the PR company that works with Pokemon, but actual Pokemon employees. And so me and the other employees, we like this conversation came up and they were like saying Pokemon names and it was and everyone was like, <laughs> what? Like, no. And it's like, yeah, no, it's 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 Rayquaza. It's like, obviously, it's because Quasar. It's like, and then, and then, like, they're just like, yeah, duh, that's, of course, that's how it is. It's like, in what world would that make any sense? Like, how do you see, like, Rayquaza? And, and, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, no, it's Rayquaza. It's like, you know, like a Quasar star. And it's like, that's not obvious to anybody. Like, it's not even in the Pokedex. Especially because this is, again, a lot of these, like, things that you're saying, you're seeing them as, or at least for us, we saw them as kids for the first time. So, like, well, like what? What was my reading level when I first started playing Pokemon? <laughs> I was just grasping at straws. I couldn't even pronounce Squirtle right when I was a child, let alone like care about its actual pronunciation. So until they give us like an actual like phonetic guide, yeah, to I, the Pokemon universe, I will not be shamed. Well, Joe <laughs> Merrick, I even Joe Merrick actually made to. like a, a quasi official one. Yeah. Um, and you know, but his basis is off of a Pokedex toy, right? So you know, that's that's where he gets his pronunciations from. From was from a Pokedex toy, which they haven't made them, and he like updates it based on what they say on the cartoon. I just learned a new one just now: Glock Bell Two, uh, Chime Echo, not Chimicho. <laughs> Chime ah, that Echo? one, Are I, you I would not have. I, I mean that makes absolute that 100% makes absolute sense now that you think about it. Yeah, like I've never said that like in my mind because I've never said that one right. out loud. Well, here's, like, here, here's a perfect example. And I just I am just scrolling through the Pokedex, just trying to find like wh when was the last time, if ever, you heard anyone say Scolipede out loud? None. You this was the first time that you ever heard someone say Scolipede out loud. I mean, at least that one makes sense because it's scolding and uh, centipede. I mean, sure, whatever, but like, like uh, but again, scolding, it's not scolding, it's scalding, you know, so it wouldn't be like scoldipede. Like, I don't know. That uh, one... My thing is basically if they say it in the anime, I more or less probably have a correct <laughs> guide on how to say it. But again, <laughs> let's go back a second. There's well over a thousand episodes to the Pokemon anime correct. and trying to track down each like pronunciation of something is absolutely asinine like i cannot even begin to tell you how okay, but when, frustrating it is to do that sometimes well hold on ranking in the chat mine is mistrevious i pronounce it mistrevious that's how i say it, how do you say it? Right? 
Oh, it's Miss Drevis? Yeah. Because it's Miss Drevis. Yeah. Well, see. Oh, we at okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) uh, See again. That's probably because we were children and we were just adding, you know, whatever words and letters we needed to get it out of our mouths. Yeah. (laughs) To say whatever. Listen, they're all made up words. It's it's like that. You know, it's like that with fancy. All words are fake. (laughs) Um, Then how do you say? Then how do you say? Elgim and Behemimim. Like, uh, how do you how do you say those? It, it's L- because the, you, it's phonetic. It's phonetic spell. It's uh, phonetic spelling of oh. the. The only reason I know this, it's uh, uh, was it uh, B? It's B BGM or whatever because it's him. What 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 what? Oh, I forget which because it's supposed to be little green men and big oh. um, eyed or something like that. So it's B I M or something like that. Um, I, I forget like they are um, that the only reason I know that is because they're literally just the phonetic spellings of different mm-hmm. alien types. Oh, that's fair. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, scholar. How does everyone pronounce Gyarados? It's Gyarados. 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 Gyarados? I've, I've been saying Gyarados, but I've learned it's Gyarados. Yeah. Gyarados. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is Rankin. Pil- oh, oh piloswine! I always say piloswine, and I'm sure it's more piloswine. I no, I think it was, it's piloswine. I thought it was pillow swine because it's a pillow and a swine. Yeah, I thought it was pillow swine. Uh, yeah. Look at this! See, see, we're learning things even today. All, even two hundred episodes in, we're still we're still <laughs> discovering things, guys. We are still learning. Love yeah, it. El- and there's still ones, and I know somebody literally just put in the like actual phonetics in the chat, but the so far <laughs> up the I'm gonna butcher it, I'm so sorry, but the giraffe fry graphic giraffe I don't even know. That when I was a kid, no. Oh yeah, no, that was that yeah, it was that it was, was a just a one. giraffe. That's yeah. it. I don't care. <laughs> Correct me if you want. It's just it's the giraffe Pokemon <laughs> when it when it would get to that point. Yeah. I mean, that, let's be, none yeah. of us are actually I, saying Pokemon, right? So, you know. Yeah, let's just like all accept it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like, I could not say Reshiram for the first time, uh, for the, the, the right way for a real long time. Oh, that uh, that one, that one is basically, you know, going to trigger my years at speech class. <laughs> um, like, you know, like just take me back to the first grade when they were trying to teach me how to say ours right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that that one and uh, Karuam, Kairuam. I don't know how to say I know it. the I Pokemon. I refuse to say it. I, I don't, I'm not going to engage with this. Um, <laughs> me, me and bravery or braviary. Braviary, oh, that's, yeah. That's aviary, yeah. but. That sent me into a spiral when Detective Pikachu was coming out because we saw him in the trailer and I was like trying to figure out how to do the pronounce, like the correct pronunciation for a video. We made a comic book and yeah. I had to do, <laughs> I went dig it man to try and make sure i had the right pronunciation for that so that one i will never forget, uh, but yeah. it's just uh, man, pronunciation yeah it's it and it's it is arceus the the reason why is they actually changed that pronunciation mm-hmm. um because it was originally supposed to be arceus it, um right. like i think in the early pokemon episodes it was arceus and they changed it to arceus because um arse um is you know uh, a british uh british curse um mm-hmm. and so they didn't want children british children 
um, saying it. So the official pronunciation now is Arceus. It used to be Arceus, and now it is Arceus. Well, uh, uh, last uh, question is how do you pronounce uh, Dialga? I've always said Dialga. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. I think that's that's the way that. Anyway, so that's that. Uh, when you when you choose violence, you go dialga. <laughs> yeah, right. It really says a lot about your personality, depending on which one you choose. Yeah. So uh, I love that our two hundredth episode reminiscence was like, "How do you say Pokemon names? <laughs> How do you say Pokemon names?" Yeah, it's not oh. any of our like nice memories of like going to worlds or the various worlds or. Anything like that? It's like right, look, we've, we've we done understand it. We've... that our pronunciation <laughs> is absolutely terrible. But look, like that you and... with us, so what does that say about you? <laughs> and the segment of and the, the segment that we're about to get to, I think, is right, truly one of the things that, that have made broken. us uh, have made us uh, stand the test of time. And it is the Pokemon fact of the week. But before Wait. we get there, because we do have to wrap. Oh, go ahead, Christian. No, I was going to say before we do the Poke fact of the week, don't we have some stuff to give away? Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm. That's what I'm about to do. So, geez, why, why you let me do. It? Okay, so um, here's 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 what we're gonna do. Uh, the we're gonna I'm gonna tell you how to how to, you can win one of these. My show, so I get to do I get to do what I want. To enter, to win the Giratina alternate art V Star card from Crown Zenith, you must email PokemonPodCB at gmail.com. With why Geodude with, with why Geodude is the best. No, this is and not, this is here's not an and here's what's gonna happen. I will take everyone's names and I will put them in a randomizer and we'll spin them live on we'll, we'll spin them on air next week, next Monday. And then whoever wins, I will read their entry on why Geodude is the best. Um and then for the other for the other three, these will these are will basically be runner runners up. And so we'll just spin again and again and again. And that's how you can get the cards. Wow. It's good to know that uh, Hoffer and I's opinions don't matter on this show. It matters. It matters. But look, last yeah. week I said you guys can do a Zelda episode. And that's that. That, that is. Yeah. We do. Have, we, we, so, Christian and I do need a powwow about that. So yeah, the, no, I got to. Yeah. Let, let me give be clear. us the Zelda episode. We'll give you Geodude. Correct. Fair. Uh, and now this is this is going to get me some. This is going to get me in in trouble a little bit. But these are the rules because we have to do them this way. This is a U.S. only a uh, U.S. only um, thing. So I'm sorry for our international friends. You have to email at Pokemon uh, email Pokemon Pod CB at gmail.com. P O K E M O N C B. Oh, sorry, Lula. I screwed it up. P O K E M O N P O D C B at gmail.com with why Geodude is the best. And then you're entered. Easy peasy. Christian, let's do the Pokemon Fact of the Week. Pokemon Fact of the Week. So we've talked about Sharpedo like a few times on, on this. So, you know, I had to dig a little deep to find like a good a good Sharpedo Pokefact because, you know, we've talked about it's half a shark. It's, you know, Mega Evolution or, you know, it's scars, you know, like burst open and, you know, put in excruciating pain. We've talked about a lot. It can bite through steel. We've talked about that. You know, we haven't talked about the fact that Sharpedo uh, has a sad history tied to the real life overfishing of sharks and the cruelty that surrounds it. The fact that this all made it into a Pokemon, you know, Pokedex <laughs> entry is shocking. Sharpedo suffered from overfishing in the past. Uh, let me let me pull up uh, um, the 
I, for some reason, I moved away from it. Um, but Sharpedo, as I vamp a little bit, um, yeah, Sharpedo. Come on, where are you? The bully of the sea. Yes, the bully of the sea. Um, where is the exact one? Um, oh, yeah, it has a sad history. In the past, its dorsal fin was a treasured foodstuff, so this Pokemon became a victim of overfishing. So this ties into what actually will happen to sharks from time to time, uh, that they are caught and then their dorsal fins are pulled off and then they are thrown back into the water to die. So oh shark finning is a real thing. And that is why a lot of sharks are threatened or endangered. It's, oh. a, it's a terrible, terrible practice. Um, so, um, you look, know. I know there's a lot of people in chat going, wow, way to, way to be a down, way to bring this celebration uh, ended on a down note. Here's the thing. If you come to this show and you have listened to this show for a few episodes, you know that this part of the show is legitimately the darkest part of the show. Yep. There's no getting there's no getting around this. None of these Pokedex entries, they're either boring or horrible. <laughs> there is no there's no sunshine and rainbows here and uh and and all that. Um oh, general code actually has a great when is the deadline for submission? Deadline for submission will be uh Sunday midnight. So uh, midnight 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 east, east midnight eastern time. Um, there you go. So I, there I you just go. gotta say now the whole thing about Sharkpedo knowing like the thinning and stuff, which is horrific. One, I understand now why they just like trailblaze after mm -hmm. you when you're in the ocean. Because if any human comes in the ocean, it automatically is like got beef on site. But that also, like, I'm so curious to like if you're in the Pokemon universe, like going to like a natural history museum, do they just have like a bunch of taxidermy like Sharpedo and stuff in the like <laughs> ocean halls, like like what? Like I want to know what the taxidermy situation looks like in the Pokemon universe now. I do, I do not want to know what the taxidermy because well, it's mean, gotta be like what's the taxidermy situation like for people? These are intelligent creatures. It they gets absolutely even worse. have taxidermy to Lucario. Let's like let's be. Honest. Oh god. <laughs> Did Lucario have to consent to that? Like how they have bodies the exhibit here, like in or, or that travels across the world. <laughs> like Lucario have to consent. See, these are the things that you start peeling back 200 episodes in when you get to the book of fact of the week. The mega Sharpedo in mm -hmm. Ultra Sun is world. Uh, mega evolution is practice even though it has given a bad ever the yellow patterns it bears are old scars the mm -hmm. energy from mega evolution runs through them causing it sharp pain and suffering just a reminder yep. mega evolution is bad for your pokemon mega I evolution is don't for your pokemon. do it it, it, to this day, it cracks me up that th when they decide to walk back Mega Evolution as like a mechanic, <laughs> you know, they decide to go total scorched earth on it. It's not like, you know, like Z moves where we're just not going to speak of it ever again. It's like, no, no, we're going to have a generation of Mega Evolution, but you're going to know exactly why you shouldn't do it. I, yeah, like there's I probably just, whole campaigns dedicated to it in the whole universe, <laughs> like whatever their equivalent of PETA is in the Pokemon universe. Right. But like, I, the, here's the other thing about Sharpedo that, uh, that is, is, will always be a mystery to me. I don't understand how you go from the piranha of Carvana to the shark of Sharpedo. 
No, don't think about it too much. That's what do you mean? Don't think about it too much. It's two different animals, two different types of fish. It just, it just ate a bunch. Just yeah. ate a bunch. It just <laughs> ate a lot. It, it, a it goes lot. from a fish to a shark. A shark's a fish, but it's not a it's not a piranha. Just Listen, like Charmander freaking grows wings and becomes a dragon. That's fine. I can buy that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like we have Rembrandt Octillery. Dragon Knight, like none of that makes sense to like Dragon That's Air true. Yeah, the, 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 the Dragon Air to Dragon Knight uh, was one that like, that even as a kid, I'm like. This doesn't make sense. Magikarp to Gyarados. Like, oh yeah, know? Magikarp. To, I, I mean, mean that's, that's. I mean, sure, yeah. but I just Geodude the Golem. That one makes. I, mean, I get more rocks. He just rolled around in some gravel. He becomes <laughs> hollow. There's not like oh. a Geodude in the middle. It would make sense. <laughs> it's not, like, it exploded and there was a Geodude inside, <laughs> like freaking Samus. <laughs> but it's Pokemon. not. It's just you know, like that. That makes no sense. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I like the idea that there's a Geo dude just inside every like pulling pulling levers like, like it's a mech. <laughs> that that is amazing. That's what I love. That's it. Episode mm. two hundred, folks. I finally explained. I finally made Geo dude cool. Be sure to go and tell Jim. <laughs> is that, that you is that your Geodude entry for the card, cool Christian? Because of controlling mech golems. Is that is that? Oh your my entry gosh! For, is that your entry? <laughs> That's everybody's everybody's entry. That's going to be everybody's entry. That's back for episode 200 is basically summarized with shark finning, taxidermy, geodude puppeteer. Look, here's the thing about Sharpedo that I'll never forget is uh, those things came after you oh. in, in uh, what crown, not, not crown tundra, the other sword one. And shield. So, yeah. Well, I mean, sword and shield. Isle of Armor. Isle of Armor was yeah. where I mean, they, they were. They struck fear within me. I've never been I mean, so viscerally. You got in. They were they were coming at you, and you had to run. Well, yeah, no, they no probably thought we were going to try to skin them alive. You you couldn't go fast enough. It's no, like it's like no. Nope, your your best shot is hopefully you're close enough to the shore. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's no. There is there is no appeasing a sharpedo once you are in the ocean. You're in it was, territory. It was, like I legitimately had flashbacks to Mount Moon and just like running into Zubat after Zubat after Zubat after Zubat. It was just Sharpedo after Sharpedo, and it was the worst. Man, terrifying times. Well, it's two hundred episodes, folks. In the can, signed, sealed, and delivered. One person who we have not given enough credit to, and it's a it's a huge miss on our part, and so I'm sorry, Richard who has been a stalwart behind the scenes mm-hmm. producer, Richard, who you've heard, you've heard his name a number of times. Digimon uh, fan, the, the biggest Digimon fan that we know. Uh, and Correct. I'm sure if we started a Digimon show, Richard would be, Richard would be the main host and I would be, I would be out of here uh, in a, in a heartbeat. Uh, also, I have to shout out Peter, producer Peter, who has totally upped the game in our episode uh, graphics for sure. So big thank you. A big thank you to Peter on uh, uh, on that as well. But we could we legitimately could not do the show without Richard uh, or Peter. Uh, if if either one of them were were gone, uh, we you just wouldn't get an episode of the show. I'm sorry. That's just a real hard fact. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so none of this, none of this happens, uh, without, without them. So, um, thank you, Richard. Thank you, Peter. Uh, Peter, you, you see in the chat more often than not as, as comic book. Um, and, uh, so yeah, so that's going to be it. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So, uh, I hope you stick with us. If you're, I this is your, your first episode. This is a pretty good representation of what the show is about. Yeah, so that was we, the first confirmation that there will be a 201st episode. That's new <laughs> to me. <laughs> it's Love a, that confirmation. Uh, uh, Megan, Christian, uh, Richard, and Peter, I need to have a meeting after this uh, This is done. Uh, the show's first over. First, we would hire no. that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but again, but a, but a big thank you to to everyone uh, who who showed up uh, in the chat. I, I uh, one of the biggest memories uh, that I saw here was was a recent one, and and is was where this uh, Giratina card comes from, where I literally had to do a PSA about the uh, amount of cursing on the show, and then of course I drop a bomb live on air uh, as I pull uh, the card, and so you know that's. Uh, standard issue for the show <laughs> that about does it we appreciate uh you folks for listening this week we'll catch you same time same place next week if you want to uh, continue the conversation at pokemon pod cb is where we are at on twitter you can find me uh at megan uh, you can find me at jim biscardi not at megan peter cb that's where you can find megan megan is at megan peter cb christian is at seahoffer c bus may the shiny luck be ever in your favor and we'll catch you next week see you later folks <laughs>